Hey, money-making unicorns. Got a trigger warning for you today. Buckle up, bitches. Let's do this. Take off your pants. Unleash your true self. Real unicorns don't wear pants. You ever get an email that has those lines that are like in all caps, you know, <laughs> like hate emails? Once upon a time, um, back in bartender land, I was consulting and I was on a project with my best friend and we were working for this girl that we totally loved. I mean, super fucking cool chick, right? We were super excited about this fucking project. It had been fucking a year in the making, just like waiting for permits and all the shit to get open because God knows opening a bar is a fucking nightmare, right? So we're waiting on all the permits, doing all the things, and we were flown across the country by a brand, okay? So in bartender land, you guys, like, it's it's kind of one of those things where there's a marketing spend, and they like to really um, invest in bartenders. It's, it's a loyalty program, if you will, um, kind of brand ambassadorship. And so we had a brand that flew us um, over to Florida to go tour their facilities and have some fun. There's usually a little bit of debauchery that comes along with that. Um, we went to a, a fancy steakhouse and all the things and, you know, they kind of wine and dine because marketing budgets in the booze world are just fucking insanely huge, right? So we're in Clearwater, Florida. It's fucking sunny and beautiful, all the things. And we're so excited to be on a trip together because usually we don't get to travel together. Um, we both have kids and and the boys and whatnot. And so it's like, usually we don't get to go places together. We kind of have to go take turns going, but we're so excited to have like best friend trip, um, you know, on, on big corporate dime and get to go do the cool things and, you know, schmooze and have fun. Right. <clears throat> so we're standing on the grass that morning out in front of our beautiful boutique hotel. That hotel in Florida was so dope. It had this like really kind of like Motown feel to it. And they had like redone it with this kind of cool vibe and the rooms were really interesting. And so we'd taken pictures of all the rooms and we were sending them back to our consulting client because she's opening a boutique hotel. And so it was really interesting. And we were like all stoked about it together and all the things. <laughs> insert, insert grass time in the morning. Okay. My email, ding, I pop it up and I was like, what the fuck is this, right? I open up this fucking email and it's from this woman, <laughs> okay? Now, this woman had just been brought onto our consulting project, um, the one we were working on, without anyone telling us, okay? Nobody notified us of this new addition, which fine, that is what it is, right? Okay, we're not the owners. Um, I mean, I think it's courteous to fucking talk to people before you do things or while you do things or as you do things, but hey, whatever. Some of us are have different business views than others. So um, she brought this woman on um, and this woman had sent a very pointed, very nasty, like you will do this, bow down to me, all in caps kind of fucking email. Um, keep in mind, like we haven't met this person. <laughs> We haven't met this person. We didn't even know that she existed. And she, um, you know, got onto this email that was super demanding. And it was like, you will have this to me by day one. And you will have this to me by day two. And I'm like, I'm not going to have anything to you by any of the fucking days. I don't know who the fuck you think you're talking to. Right? Very shitty fucking email. And God, don't you know, first impressions are motherfucking everything. Like if you're trying to set yourself up to be a fucking cunt, well, you nailed it. <laughs> it was not a good start, right? So I immediately called my uh, my consulting client, 
I was like, dude, Kyle, what the fuck? Right? <laughs> no, her name's not Kyle. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Like, who the hell is the bitch? And what happened? Like, we've literally been out of the state for fucking 12 hours. Like, what the fuck? Um, and so she had brought this person on. I don't even know why. Like, when I look back on it, it's kind of a funny thing because I'm like, this was seriously like the biggest, dis- like the biggest mistake that she made in this whole process um, that kind of led to a very floppy project that just ended up like not working very well. We had a lot of fucking problems with it. And it all traced back to this one decision to bring this fucking one person in, you know, the wrench, the wrench in the game. Um, so she threw the wrench and it went clunk, clunk, clunk all over the fucking place and dealing with this woman, um, for the, for the next couple months through this project was just a fucking nightmare because she was a bitch. And like, we're bitches too. Like we get it. Like we're, you know, like I'm okay with the bitch thing. Like I I actually do really well with it. Um, when it comes from a place of fucking intelligence, like I'm cool with it, but when it's just a bitch to be a bitch and you don't know what the fuck you're talking about and you're trying to just order people around, like, why do you think that's going to fucking work? You know, um, you gotta be smarter than that. (laughs) Like you can be a bitch if you know what the fuck you're talking about. And you know, if you don't know what you're talking about, you could be really nice and still get your way. Right. There's kind of this, this balance that has to happen, um, with how big of an asshole you can be. It, It correlates to how well you like perform and like what value you bring to the table. If you have a lot of value, then people are going to put up with you being an asshole. Um, but if you don't have any value, like you should probably just fucking default to being nice <laughs> or at least give it a shot. Right. But she didn't. She was just, you know, a contasaurus Rex from the fucking beginning. And now looking back, knowing what I know and having done the mindset work that I've been doing um, this to me, what was is what we call a red flag. <laughs> You've heard about this in dating, um, but it exists in business too. This was a big red flag and I should have immediately, immediately ended my contract. The second that she allowed um, my, my consulting contract um, client allowed this person to talk to me and my, um, my best friend who was the, somebody that I brought on. Um, as soon as she allowed that behavior, I should have put up that boundary and said, Nope, I'm sorry. Contract over. You can pay the remainder and we're done here. Right. Um, hindsight 2020 and really learning how to understand business and what serves you and what doesn't, because this is what we call the hyena, right? This is the hyena concept where people come in and just fuck shit up. But if I've learned anything through this process, it's, it's that the red flags are actually breadcrumbs. They're little like um, notes, <laughs> notes in bottles in the middle of the sea, right? They are pieces of the puzzle that are there. We call them in. Like I called this bitch in so that, you know, I should have known kind of feeling, right? And I, and I did learn and I did figure it out and I did grow from this experience. But really it, it comes down to that piece of, I don't have to work with people that I don't want to fucking work with anymore. And that is something that I hold so dear now because I, I mean, I've had some bad experiences with people in the past and, you know, working with bar owners is a struggle. Um, they're drunk a lot. You know, there's a lot of booze. There's a lot of drums and drugs of the rock and roll, all the things. Um, and there's, it's a lot of temper, um, rolling around mine and theirs. (laughs) It was a very unhappy time in my life. Um, but now I don't have to do that, right? Like I don't have to deal with that. I get to work with like amazing clients. But this situation with this woman um, where she was just such a cunt to us for no fucking reason, like red flag, right? And so 
really, when you're looking into your past, like you can see those moments, right? Those pivotal moments where it's like this thing changed everything. Like if that woman would not have fucking come in, I mean, if, if she wouldn't have been hired, that project would have been completely fucking different. And I mean, we'll never know, right? We'll never know what would have happened. Um, but that is the pivotal moment. So can you identify those pivotal moments in your fucking life and look back and say, there it is. And as you move forward as an entrepreneur, you start to, if when you bring in self-awareness, right, is that you start to see them a little sooner. Um, so fast forward to just getting everything rolling, um, you know, with my business, I had, I had these two women come in to my thing and they were, you know, they were nightmares. They, they were cunts. They were nightmare clients that, um, you know, I was really excited to sell. I was getting excited, excited about the sales process, right? Like really like starting to understand how to fucking sell, um, you know, the power of persuasion and really positioning the offer and all of the things. Right. So even though I saw those little red flags, I just fucking ignored them, walked right by them and sold them fucking anyways, just for the sake of the sale. Um, they got into my program. They were a fucking disaster. They were so fucking rude, not just to me, but to the other people in my programs. Like it was, it was a nightmare. I ended up, I mean, it was four days. It was like the longest four days of my life. And I kicked them out. Like I gave them their money back and fucking was like, thank you. Get the fuck out. Um, and that was one of the best decisions I ever made because in that decision of giving back that, you know, thousand bucks or whatever the fuck it was like, I created a boundary. I created a real time. This is, this is the line in the sand. You will not treat me this way. No matter how much you fucking pay me, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to put myself what I threw, what I used to put myself through in the bar world, because the whole point of this was to do something new and not be stuck in those same patterns of abuse and toxicity and just suffering every fucking day. Those clients gave me fucking hives. They were so awful, right? I don't want to be around that shit. And, you know, I'll never forget the look on the fucking chick's face, like on the call, like just, just the, the bitchiest look ever of just like, I, I was like, no, like, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm going to give your money back. And she was like, well, this is just not what I wanted. And I, you know, I thought it was going to be different and maybe you could do this, that, or the other. And she was so insistent that I should change my entire program for her. And I said, no, I said, no, no. If she told me I've already done mindset work. Get the fuck out of here. If you've already done mindset work, you need mindset work because mindset work is never fucking done. And if you think that that's like a thing, it was like, well, I've already done the mindset work. I don't want to do it your way. Okay. Well, if you don't want to do it my way, then why do you think that you're going to get any fucking result at all? Why do you think you're going to get my results? If you're not going to do it my way, you're certainly not going to even come close to any sort of result. And I'm not saying you can't embellish and you can't do it your own way, but if you don't want to do any of the work, well, that's fine. I'll take your money, but I'm certainly not going to give you the fucking time of day. And that's not how it's going to go because fuck you. Right? Like, I don't want to work with that. And like her face, when I told her, no, it was like a toddler. Like no one had ever told her no before. It was like, what do you mean? You're going to give me my money back. And I'm like, I'm going to give you your money back. Like, I don't want it. Like, I don't, it's just, you're not worth this. <laughs> you're not worth this kind of money. Like not even fucking close to worth it because not only does that person drain me, right? Like drains me while I'm having to work with somebody who is not reciprocal, someone who makes me feel like shit, who is just, you know, insufferable. <laughs> 
that is exhausting for me. So my exhaustion is going to bleed into the rest of my business, right? Is that I'm going to be tired when I'm working with my clients that I actually like. I'm going to be tired when I'm doing strategic development. I'm going to be irritated anytime that bitch fucking dings me, which you know was every, going to be every fucking five seconds, right? Because that's how unsatisfied unsatisfied people behave. So I knew she was going to be a nightmare. And instead of doing what I used to do in the past, which was grin and fucking bear it. And, you know, I never was one of the kind of people that would not say anything. Like I definitely said something, you know, I would, I would be the person that said something, but then I would be the person that would allow the other person to reassure me. Right. It was like, no, 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 it's going to be fine. And I'm like, okay, like, I don't really think it's going to be fine, but if you say so, right. And then staying anyways, that's not really drawing a line in the sand. That's not really setting a boundary. That's expressing a concern and then letting someone manipulate you into being not concerned about something that you know damn good and well is fucking concerning. All right. So for me, I turned that corner in that moment when I gave them their money back. Now, don't get it twisted. I went and sat in the fucking shower and cried. Okay. (laughs) But in that moment, I gave the money back and I did. I did right by me. I did right by the other women in my program and my business as a whole because I didn't put this $1,000 above my entire brand. I didn't put it above my clients who happily paid, my clients who loved getting results, right? I didn't put it above my motherfucking self. And that changed everything. That is the other pivotal moment, right? It's like the reflection piece of I can see where I learned the lesson the first time the fucking hard way. (laughs) And then the universe handed it right back to me and was like, hey, did you learn your lesson? And I was like, hey, you know what? As a matter of fact, I motherfucking did. (laughs) Get the fuck out of my program. And I kicked him out, okay? And it was hard. You guys, it's not easy. It's not easy to tell people no. It really isn't because you feel guilt, you feel shame, you feel not good enough, you feel all the motherfucking things. And you get to, you get to feel all the things and sit with those distressing emotions and soothe them instead of pushing them down deep and never talking about them again. Instead of pretending like it's okay, can you just sit with those emotions for a couple minutes and fucking feel them and then soothe them so that you don't have to keep learning this fucking lesson over and over and over again. All right. Now, did I have to learn it a couple more times? Of course I fucking did. I had another client that um, I was very excited to work with just over the moon. I was so excited. It was a big ticket. It was my first high ticket client. And I was so fucking stoked. And I really thought, I really thought this woman was going to turn the corner. I did. I thought she was going to come around. I thought she was going to get it. Um, I really like liked and adored her personality. Um, And as we started to go through our one-on-one process together, because she wasn't a coaching client, she was a one-on-one done-for-you service. And as I was building out her programming and doing all of her systems, I started to see the things, right? I started to see the red flags. I started to see the pieces where I was like, ooh, this is not going to end well. Um, You know, where I was realizing that on our Zoom meetings, I was repeating myself a lot and that I was having to go over what we went over last week. And I was also having to sit and you guys, as a coach, you listen a lot. Like that's part of your job is to listen and help and all of the things. Right. But also if you've ever been coached, one of the things that I love to do on my coaching sessions is shut the fuck up. (laughs) It's shut the fuck up and listen to the person that I paid to give me their expertise. Because if I'm talking all the time, 
I can't get the expertise, right? I'm just dumping all of my feelings and things onto you. Then there's no time in the call for that person to actually support me, right? Support doesn't mean that I come and throw up all over your fucking rug, all right? That's not how it works. So this person was was consistently taking up the time, right? Taking up the time. I wasn't really getting a word in. And what I was getting in was repetitive things from last week. And there was very little progress being made, but there was a lot of control mechanisms coming in where it was like, well, did you do this? And like micromanaging shit. And I'm like, um, yes, I did all of those things, but also like, don't ask me, right? Like it was that thing of micromanaging and the red flags were coming up. Right. And so over time, this was supposed to be a 90 day contract. And I got about halfway through that before I started to realize this is, this is not, not going to work. Um, you know, I'm never going to be able to get her the results because she doesn't do the work. And part of the work is looking at yourself always, always. What can I do better? How can I be better at this? How can I better set myself up for success? What am I doing wrong? How can I refine this? Part of implementation is refining. And if you're not willing to refine, if you're not willing to try to get better, then don't expect to get better results. That doesn't even fucking make sense. And I got to tell you guys, nine times out of 10, the problem is not the fucking system. The problem is not the strategy. It is your mindset around the fucking strategy. If you see someone else using the strategy and it's working for them and it's not working for you, what's the common denominator here? (laughs) You. It's not working because of you which means that it is your motherfucking mindset, okay? And that's how you know the difference. If it's the strategy thing, then it's like when when 10 people do it, it only it doesn't really work, right? Okay, but if it, the strategy works, like we're doing it, 10 people are doing it, and fucking five of you are getting results and five of you are not, it is mindset. Like nine times out of 10, it is mindset, like default to that. Um, and so I started to realize that she just wasn't going to do the mindset work. She wasn't interested in it. And it was very difficult for me to get out of that contract. Um, it, you know, it, it, it ended poorly and she ended up saying some really not nice things to one of my assistants, um, which kind of gave me the out honestly to say fuck off. Like, um, but it was too bad, right? It was too bad because there was so much potential. And that's what I got to learn that potential doesn't mean result. Potential just is one of those things that it's unrealized until you apply the action to it. And as a coach, I can't do that fucking for you. Even as a done-for-you service provider, I can't do that shit for you. If you're not going to come to the table and really play to your full level, if you're not going to fulfill your potential in the equation, I can't fucking help you. And no one else can either because the common denominator is you. So what I want to bring to the bring to your head today is that I want you to think about this, okay? In your life, where were your triggers? Where were your pivotal moments? Where did you see things? And looking back is so much easier, right? Where did you see things start to go fucking sideways? Like, when did you start falling off the map? Go back and look at those things. Because when you pay attention to the things that bother you, the things that kind of irk you and, you know, make your skin crawl a little bit, there's generally a super fucking valuable lesson in there. And it, you know, not in every single one, but in quite a few of them is that when somebody pisses you off, something that someone else does affects you, it triggers you, that's not about them. 
It's about you. So what do you have to learn from that situation, right? Those people not doing like what I thought they should do was not about them, okay? It was about me. It was about me accepting to be treated that way, okay? Instead of standing up for myself and saying, you know what? This is not what you fucking agreed to. I'm out, right? Instead of being clear and having concise boundaries that really not just protected me, but embodied my power, Instead of doing that, I let people abuse me and then I got mad at them for it. Now, should they be abusing me? No, but it's my responsibility, radical responsibility to step up the step to the plate and say, you know what, this is not okay with me and here's why, right? And to really defend myself in a way that made it so that I could be successful. So look back. You want to learn something about yourself today? You want to fucking get successful? You want to turn the corner, (laughs) if you will? Look backwards. Go look at the last couple things that pissed you the fuck off. Look at the last couple things that you really flew off the handle about. And ask yourself, what was that really about? Because I guarantee it is not about the other person. Okay? It is about you and how you're treating yourself in that scenario. So you get to do the work around that. And you get to celebrate the fucking win because when you find a trigger, guess what? You found a limiting belief. And when you can find a limiting belief, that means you can soothe it. And if you can soothe it, you're finding ways to get out of your own way, which is streamlining your process, putting you in flow and allowing you to get to the next fucking level. Okay, so don't put your pants on today. Just go be a fucking unicorn. Do it the way you want to do it. But hey, take a look at those fucking triggers because there's something in there for you. For more trouble, go to realunicornsdon'twearpants.com. Hit that subscribe button and remember, hashtag fuck pants.